again. Thanks for joining us. You just walked off stage from Summit, joined by Ryan Smith up there. It was an awesome chat and presentation. Uh, what does it feel like to be here at this Big Tech Summit? It feels good. I, I love Utah. I mean, it, I don't know why, uh, but it always kind of feels like a home away from home. I went to college here. I guess that's why. Um, and I have a lot of friends and family that live here. So Yeah, you know, I love what Ryan said. Um, he said he knows that if there's some way to serve or you need help to give back to the community that he can call you and you'll be on the ball. Why is it important for you to be involved in all this stuff? You know, I don't, uh, well, first of all, I love, I love Utah. So I love to see Utah succeed. Um, I love our LGBTQ youth. Uh, it's a lot, a lot of my dear friends and family are LGBTQ. And so <clears throat> those are two causes that are important to me. And, and, uh, so we started love loud a few years back to kind of, try to change the narrative a little bit and make a safer place for our kids. So tell me a little bit about Love Loud. Love Loud is a foundation uh, that is primarily about igniting the conversation about what it means to really love and accept your child. Um, you know, the, there's countless statistics that show if a child is accepted in their home, um, their, you know, their percentage for, already LGBTQ youth have really dire statistics. like. Their percentage of suicide is and, and risky drug use and things like that is seven times higher than, than their, their peers. Um, so to change, you know, the home and start those conversations is, is what Love Loud's about. And we put on, a, on a, a festival every year where we talk about it and raise money and do some music. And then we donate it to a bunch of uh, charities to do all kinds of things from, from uh, you know, saving youth through hotlines, suicide hotlines to... Um, in circle that does therapy in homes and so all kinds of cool cool different foundations awesome are we going to see a festival this year yes when yes. is it so we uh we're looking at uh, around may um we have a date but i probably shouldn't say it yet because okay. it's between <laughs> two different dates but um but yeah we've we we wish we could have done it these last years but just covid didn't allow for mm -hmm. it so so tech summit is an interesting space for you to be in i know that you've got the love loud piece but also obviously the music side of that how has the i guess the progression of tech throughout the years how have you seen that change the world of music i mean the for sure it's changed in a huge way because we were you know we used to be on uh, hard copies like cds, CDs and, media play yeah it's and gone. now it's uh, now it's all streaming so everything has gone to a whole different format and medium and people consume their music different and they have every single song that ever was created at their hands whereas before it was like you only had your cds and you know mm -hmm. so it's a different world and uh it's it's changed the way that people consume changed the way that you you release your music and it's one of those things where you either complain about it or you just you change with the times you kind of gotta you gotta change with times so is it something that you feel like it's you want to complain about more like is this a negative thing for the artists and musicians or is there a twist on it with all the digital stuff that's actually beneficial for you guys? You know, uh, it depends on the artist. Uh, some artists, it's affected more than others. I think it's really hurt, uh, like, small upcoming bands. Um, we happened to get lucky, and our band broke before, you know, this. it really, really got to where it is now, where it's, it's pretty difficult uh, to break. <clears throat> but that being said... Um, People all around the world can listen to your music now, which is cool. Mm -hmm. uh, and the independent artist is, ha in a lot of ways, is more powerful than they've ever been. And a lot of them are able to do it without labels and things like that. So, it's we're in a. I would say we're in a transitionary space right now where it's, it's not a great time for artists, not a horrible time for artists. It's somewhere in the middle where everybody's trying to figure out what, what is it, and mm -hmm. wh where do we go from here. 
Um, so I, I don't think we've landed. I think we're kind of floating in the air right now as an industry. And then you add a global pandemic on top of it and right. that halts tours and maybe a lot of progress there. How did that affect you guys for Imagine Dragons? I know a lot of people were doing uh, like digital concerts. Did you guys have anything like that that you were involved in? Yeah, we did. You know, we did um, a little of that. I, we didn't do it as much as other artists. I know a lot of artists were like every week doing like streaming and stuff. But we, our our show is such a huge production, and and it relies so much on that. Like we're, I'm from Vegas. I really care about everything, uh, aesthetically being over the top, eccentric, grandiose. Like a lot of the bands that I loved growing up, it was like, um, it just did things in a in a like an overly dramatized way, whether it was like U2 or Freddie Mercury and, you know, it was, I, I like, that appeals to me. So I, I, we didn't do as much of it, but we did a little bit of it and, and yeah. Okay. So why Utah? Why do you have so much love for this place? Well, uh, one, cause you know, I spent years here going to college, but also a lot of my dear friends live here. My family, a lot of my family lives here. Um, also growing up as a Mormon it's really like a centralized place for Mormonism and the culture of Mormonism so <clears throat> there's a there's a lot of reasons that Utah is really near and dear to my heart so can I ask you with love loud and all the efforts that you're putting into that coming from an LDS background yeah. how do those two coincide uh, well I'm, I'm really not a very religious person anymore but I still culturally associate myself with Mormonism because it's, it's part of who I am. Anybody who's a Mormon knows that it's it's your culture, it's more than a religion. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that there is a real problem within, it's not just Mormonism, it's like all conservative anything. Uh, for, for It's not a safe place for LGBTQ youth because they've been told that they need to change, uh, that they chose something and then that changed over time as we've seen that that's not a choice, obviously. And, and uh, so it's it's something that needs to is, is very broken. It needs to be fixed, and it takes people from all sides to chip in and say, "Hey, look, like we need to work together and make this better." And um, it takes people on on both sides of of the wall to come together and talk and learn how to build bridges. And there's a lot of nuance that comes with that. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I think that uh, I got involved with it because. You know, and it's the way that anybody gets involved with things that they care about. It's it's part. It was part of my my upbringing. A lot of my dear friends are LGBTQ, and some of my family's LGBTQ. So, um, it just really matters to me. Yeah. Well, it's really cool to use your platform, your voice, to make a change like this, both in the music industry and in the world and in the community, just to love everyone and really take a stand. It sounds like for those people struggling and looking for someone else to help them have a voice. So. Awesome what you're doing. Thanks for joining us Thank here you. at Summit. Thanks and for having me. It's nice to meet you. You too. <laughs>